All right, welcome to this week's episode of the Franchise Accelerator Podcast. I'm really excited because I think this is a topic that doesn't always get our biggest attention, right? We like to talk about growth and scaling and strategy. But this week, what we're going to focus on is going back to basics a little bit, right? Really looking at walking through your weekly cash process and what has changed in the last few years in hospitality as it relates to cash flow. So one of the first things that's changed is technology, right? Point of sale. If you think about the number of ways you can sell your product today versus five years ago, you have third party, catering, you have point of sale, yeah. online orders. Merchandise. Merchandise. To go alcohol now <laughs> is becoming, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that wasn't before, so. Right. So you think about that from a standpoint of probably five years ago, you maybe had a, a point of sale sure. system, right? They were yeah. around. Um, you know, you had your merchant fees. That was a big deal. Right. Like, how much are they charging you for merchant fees, right? Before third parties and charge like 30%. Right. 3% was at one point a big deal. But now that's sort of under the bridge. Um, right. But other than that, you had like your cash collections. Somebody took the cash at the end of the night. They dropped it in the safe. Yeah. And that was it, right? We really didn't have to do much outside of just making sure the safe added up. And then we were done. Fast forward to today. It's a lot. It's a lot different. There's more than just a credit card and a cash line on, yeah. your, on your drop. Probably there's tip outs now, and there's different states have different regulations when it comes to how you can give tips. Is it on a paycheck, right. not on a paycheck? So there's so many different parts of third party. How they get it just it, it's changed so much so rapidly. I yeah. think that's what we see now is. Which is why I think it's so important that there's no one size fits all anymore. I mean, it used right. to be, especially when doing like hospitality accounting, I know for myself, it was, again, everybody was pretty much the same. Outside of merchant fees and making sure that you saw the monthly charge that was the merchant fee, pretty much everybody was in line with everybody else. Right. Now, every restaurant is different. Right, the setup, the point of sales has a, have allowed a lot more customization than yeah. ever existed before, um, you know. And then deciding to use one third party app, I'm going to use three third party right. apps. I'm going to use one app that then splits and goes all three. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've had some horror stories in the last few years of you know people that didn't even know if they were getting their third party payments, right? Or I'm using this catering right. place right. and that deposits, but I don't even know what they deposit. I mean, it's. It's a mess. So if you feel like yours is a mess, you're not alone. You're not alone. But what we want to do over the next few weeks as we get to the end of the year is just figure out the new reality of your cash process. And I think a place to start would be sitting down with your manager, right, GM in most cases, and probably walking through one daily sales report. Yeah. I think as, as the owner, I think what we see probably too far off is they don't really know the process anymore. Yeah. It just, I know I sell a burger and fries and I know eventually it ends up in a bank account. Right. But is it the whole percentage? Is it part <laughs> right. of the percentage? Is it? Right. Yeah, I, and we don't know. And, and I think like Ann said, if you just break it down from one day, we can really start figuring out what does that look like on that one day after third party fees, after all these other things happen, how does it eventually get to your cash bank account? And does it match? Yes, exactly. And I think the other part too, as more and more data is thrown at us every day, 
we rely on that data. I think one thing that is eye-opening is to say there was a time where you would have taken that daily sales report and probably recorded it somewhere, whether it was yeah. a log or just you know your own. There was a time you wrote down your bank <laughs> right, deposits, right? right? Yeah. But that time is gone, right? Everyone just looks now, okay, that's daily sales. Like That's what it tells me I should have collected in cash and I'm done, if they look at all, right? Okay. Maybe I'm going to look for a week, I'm going to look for a month and, and just kind of eyeball it. But I think... What's lost in that eyeball is opportunity for right. team members, whether it's error or whatever it is, right. for there to be mistakes. And exactly. Whether it's malicious, whether it's just carelessness, or whether it's maybe a third-party fee not coming in yeah. correctly. There's so many ways that it could break down. And I think that's what we've seen. That A lot of times, we don't get involved until it's after the fact, yeah. right? Someone's missing now thousands of dollars yeah. and they're not sure where it is. Yes. And then it's, all right, let's start looking at the process. Well, and I would argue that I think as, as an owner, if you're listening to this, I mean, this has to be something that is a non-negotiable for the manager, right? There has to be a way for the manager to communicate to you every day what have you collected from all of the areas that you would have collected and then have that to check on the bank side. So I think as a place to start, what we would do is go through one day and then really watch the flow. I mean, we've had cases, again, like people use a third party and the third party never sent the check right. for two, three months, right? And they say, well, oh, you know, how do you know that for sure? Well, you know, a lot of times it's just a connection that was wrong. Right. The, you know, information wasn't coming in correctly. And the truth is every third party relationship with Every restaurant is different. So some might pay you once a week, some might pay you twice a week, some might pay you every 10 days. Sure. So this is where, again, the expectation of the manager would be, you need to know, right? If you're the manager and you're selling your stuff on DoorDash, you need to know when DoorDash pays, what is the fee? I mean, how many times do we get, I don't even know what they charge me? The whole, whole other <laughs> discussion because exactly, or they think they know and they don't. Yeah. And we just break out the math, and it's like, no, you, you just told me you raised your prices 30%. It's only 12%. Right. So in that case, going to the cash side of it, how would you know what you're getting in? You don't no. even know what they're taking out. Um, and it kind of wraps around now that some of the like other, say, third parties are doing stuff with catering. Right. So now there's a whole other process sometimes on the catering side of it because it's going through another funnel to get to your POS. Yeah. And that's where I think... You know, your manager's there every day, right? And I would say, you know, whether it's the owner or the account or CFO, like your manager's there every day. They know how to access that platform. So they need to look at it just like it was another point of sale. Because the other thing we've seen is, do they pay sales tax? Do they not pay sales tax? Right. It's a big deal. <laughs> the credit card fees out of the third party. Right. A lot of times the third party pay those fees for you, which is an advantage. But again, not knowing you're not going to be able to circle back the check that's all a match because you don't even know what number should be. You don't know the right number. Right. So how are you going to validate that it's right? We don't even know what it should be. Right. And I think the other key here is not getting frustrated, right? It was a crazy time. I mean, I would say probably 30, 40% of our clients alone switched point of sale systems during COVID. Right. So you yeah. not only had the craziest time of hospitality, you also changed point of sale systems and who knows if it was set up correctly right we, we really don't know but we were everyone was moving on the fly we needed more technology and that's okay right like we're not looking to go back and rehash the last three years 
but we really want to dial this in so that next year you actually know what should be deposited in your bank account every day. Yeah, absolutely. And knowing the starting point and the ending point and how you got there and basically have a checkpoint to make sure that it is where you need to be. Right. So in part of asking questions, right, connect your homework, you're going to go to the manager and you're going to do one day, right, just together. Not even from a, oh my God, you don't know, how do you not know? Like, we don't want anger. We're just going to go one day with the mindset of being curious. How does this work? How do we know? Right? So we're going to walk through one day. And then the second piece would be really digging into some of the, I would say, risk of manipulation. Right? And again, we don't want to accuse anyone. We don't want to assume there's anything going on. But I think one thing to really keep in mind is, as an owner, especially in hospitality, you're always playing some level of defense, right? You're always the person who's collecting all this money. Why would it really matter if $70 is missing, $80 is missing? I mean, they have so much, right? So as an owner, being aware of, in some level, this is a defense that you're always going to play and always should be playing just to protect your business. So... What we're also looking for here is who can put in a discount code? Who can void a check? Yeah. I mean, and now with all the technology, you can run those reports. Most POS systems will allow you to run a void report or a comp report, you know, and and really by manager. And again, that's going to be a decision for each restaurant. Can managers do that? Can staff do that? But they will tell you, you know, what's happening. Now, there are ways in the register or no sale report. There's yeah. so many things that, you know, if you knew what you were looking for, you could really help track it. And again, not that we're saying people are being dishonest, but we want to make sure we're not giving opportunities that, you know, is allowing our cash to go out the door with really no checkpoint system in place. Um, because at the end of the day, if our staff or managers know that this is in place, I think a lot of that, if it was happening, wouldn't well, happen. Right, exactly. And I also think it's something that, you really, you know, best practice, you should check that every week, right? It's not, I'm going to check it once to make sure it's accurate. I'm, it's really something that I would say your owner should check once a week, pull whatever the report is, right. if it's void sure. or no sale or whatever it is that you find that your point of sale can give that backdoor report and probably just something that goes on the owner checklist to say, you know, every Friday I'm going to pull the report yeah. and then I'm going to know that that everything is fine. Because the other piece of that is, you know, I think with point of sale, we forget the benefits of tracking trends. Um, You know, one thing is, you know, discounts, do they happen more on a certain day than another day? Yeah, we've seen that with a lot of restaurants that it's one of those things where it probably just got out of hand. You know, the owner said to the bartender, yeah, you can comp that for somebody. And next thing you know, we're you know, eight, 10 months throughout the year, and we're looking at a comp line of $100,000. And yeah, some of that might be we overcooked a steak or we forgot that had to go order. And some might just be (laughs) the other. And and I think, you know, as a GM, there's a lot of times that we were looking at that daily. And the first thing we look is the day before to see what did that look like? And especially on restaurants, if you're doing $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 a day in sales, I mean, that comp line, I mean, our rule of thumb was always in that, like, 1%, yeah. you know? So, if you have 5 or 6% from the day before, something happened. Yes. <laughs> it was a bad shift. Yeah. Or someone sold for me, probably. Right, right. 
There's well, really only two. Yes. And I think the only way you're going to know that is by tracking it somewhere else outside of the point of sale. Because right. if you're just looking at the point of sale, it's not going to tell you that number is higher than yesterday or right. that number is higher than last week. Well. It's just going to tell you. And who really knows what that number should be until we do this exercise. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and then, like you said earlier, tracking is a certain staff, is it certain managers, yeah. is it certain days of the week, with a re, you know, certain regular, right? We've all seen that before. Well, that's funny. That person comes in every <laughs> Thursday. And that day, we count four yeah. certain martinis that that person drinks. Let me yeah. put it together. But again, all kind of coming back to the cash side of it is what would be the checkpoint for that to not happen? Yeah, and we're not, you know, again, some of this is always going to happen, but I right. think it's reminding as an owner that your responsibility is to stay vigilant for some of this stuff, to stay aware, um, even like you've used the example of watching, right? Sit down on a Friday night at six o'clock and watch the activity behind the bar. Does that match the sales that right. you see for that hour? Because your POS can probably give you sales by hour. Yeah, and we've done that on some of our on-site visits where we're like, let's just sit. Yeah. And watch. And if uh, someone's pouring a beer, do they walk over to the cash register? It's a pretty simple exercise, <laughs> right? You know, it's a matter of just seeing, you know, and, and on walking back behind the bar and pulling checks. Yes. What's on them? So you know, there's so many ways, like during the shift, to make sure that they're doing the right thing. And kind of where Ann goes on, you know, after the shift, how do we now? It's yeah. done. We finished the shift. How do we make sure that all the money is where it should be? Exactly. And I think, you know, if anyone would think that this is just 20 bucks or it's not worth the time, and I think what you're also trying to build is a culture where this stuff doesn't happen. And I think a lot of times right. on the corporate side, that's what happens, right? You're not turning customers away by making sure that your staff rings every drink in, right. right? That's really not going to happen. But it's okay to have rules and have standards and make sure yeah. that your employees don't do this. Right. You know, I know you say all the time, you know, depending who's getting the cash to the bank, also making sure that it's daily, not yes. whenever, you know. So there's so many different ways to get to that yeah. point. Exactly. Because that's our other rule is <laughs> setting you up for success and understanding your deposit. So, you know, as you kind of investigate your point of sale, as you investigate the different Areas. It's a good time to also investigate your pricing. So many times you've seen yeah. where your pricing just isn't set up correctly. Right. You don't have a 20% higher, 30% higher to offset the fee. So this is a great time to look at that. Again, looking at the sales tax. Are they collecting sales tax for you? If they are, does the person who's paying your sales tax right. know that? Right. Sometimes that's not, you know, not happening. But then ultimately making sure there's a paper trail all the way to your bank. So one thing we really recommend in this area is... Your deposits don't have to be made every day. You don't have to physically go to the bank every day. But my non-negotiable on cash flow is it has to be every day for every channel. So if I'm looking at your bank account at the end of the month, I should see here's, you know, October 12th deposit written on the deposit slip and make sure that it matches ideally my log, right? Ideally my daily sales log. But if not, it matches my point of sale. And ideally, I have a manager sign up. So, you know, Scott being the manager that night initialed that the $100 that's going in, he's okay with it. Right? Right. He had his eyes on it. It's what it should be, and we're good. Because otherwise, it's impossible on the accounting side 
to ever right. know, right? Like you might deposit seven days at one time. How do I know what seven days they are? Right. You know, you just you just have no idea. So that to me sets you up for success. And then I think the other part of that is really making sure your team isn't just grabbing cash to go buy something. Yeah, and we've actually seen that a lot <laughs> with, you know, having a system set up for, is it a, you know, again, we come back to all these POS systems now, you can just do a paid out. Yeah. So you can do a paid out out of a cash drawer. Um, you know, so have the receipt, have a paper for what it is, put it in there, and and pull it out. Yeah, there might be every once in a while something that would be higher than they would have cash for in the drawer. Your ice machine's down. They had to go buy you know five hours of ice. Okay, yeah. that's the, that's the one off that we maybe had to write a check or maybe we had to do something that we don't normally do. But ninety percent of the time, we ran out of strawberries. We're running over to the supermarket. Oh, we ran out of a to-go container. We ran over to you know the depot. So. I think as you build your systems, think about what would cover like 95% of what your staff and managers need and build it that way, not just, you know, petty cash drawer. Like there's really no reason for a petty cash drawer. If you have a safe, that should be part of a certain number and your cash drawer should be part to certain numbers and that's how you work out of. Exactly. And I think the other part of that is making sure that it's monitored, right? So if there's a way to put paid outs in a system that someone's reviewing that, right? Because that's a really easy way to make my deposit less is a paid out. So we want to make sure that again, not that we want to think this way about our employees, but again, it's that defense, right? Just making sure, would it be something that somebody could do? Maybe they're not going to do it. Maybe right. it never happens. But would it be possible for me to manipulate my deposit by putting in a paid out and nobody would know? Yeah. You're almost prote- you're really looking to protect them from doing something that yes. they shouldn't do, sure. right? And you never want to lose your best server, your best cashier, or your best somebody because you caught them doing something that if you had a system in place, they wouldn't have done. Exactly. So that's your homework for this week. And we think this is a really important lesson. So if you have any questions, you know, check out our website. You know, we have resources to help you with this. But before the end of the year, we don't want to look backwards in anger, but we want to dial in our cash and make sure that we have a weekly cash process going into next year. Thanks, Scott. Another great episode. My pleasure. (laughs)